Hey, ¿qué pasa, Galexico? Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, before we begin today, like always, I want to thank my sponsors, my anchor sponsors, you know, my homies from Las Pichos, Jake, Sergio, and Jonathan. Um, also, if um, thinking of buying or selling a home in the Imperial or San Diego counties, make sure you contact David Gastelum, uh, 760-235-9576. Um, contact David Gastelum if you're thinking of buying or selling a home or even an investment property. He'll help you along the way, and um, he's got like over 20 years of experience, so make sure you hit, hit him up. Um, today we are here with, how do you pronounce your last name? Heisel. Heisel, yeah, I was like, uh, I was like, how do you pronounce his last name? But, but yeah, um, today we're here with Jason Heisel. He's uh, the owner? Commissioner. Commissioner of VWE. Yes, sir. Um, thank you for, for, for taking some time off and, and, and being here today. Thank you guys for inviting us. Um, usually I start off my podcast with, um, you know, having my guests tell, tell us a little bit about themselves. Uh, my name is Jason. I've been in promotions for about 13, 14 years. I started off doing a magazine. Then I ended up becoming a club promoter. I've done that. For most of my promoting years, I've done all kinds of different events. I brought a lot of uh, artists to the Valley in Mexicali, uh, Baby Bash, Chingo Bling, uh, I brought Pumpkin for Flavor of Love when that was show was hot. <laughs> um, in the last few years, I brought E40. Um, to Yuma, I brought Paul Wall, Mike Jones, um, Kirkle Bangs. But in the last three years, I brought Snoop Dogg to Brawley. So that's kind of my history of where we are. At the same time of Snoop Dogg, I actually started VWE. And that's what led us to being here today. Okay, so, but you are you from the valley? Like you, yeah, grew, born and raised in Imperial. So, try to do as much as I can for the families here in the valley. There's not a lot of entertainment, and if there is, it's it's you, you know, you go to the movies, ten fifteen dollars. You're there for like an hour. You know, here at VWE, you know, we charge you about the same, but you get a three three and a half hour show. You know, start to finish, you're gonna be screaming if you could talk it in the night. You really didn't have a good time, I guess. Yeah. And so. then, yeah, that's something that I want to talk about was that, uh, you know, <laughs> normally we're looking for something to do here in the valley where, you know, it's it's not, not something outside where it's super hot or, or just, I mean, entertainment, especially for the whole family, you know, because we, we try to do indoor shows, but it's not always uh, accessible to us. And sometimes an outdoor show gives you a whole different feel than an indoor show. The ring sounds different. Uh, the crowd gets different. But here since it's hot we do try to get indoors but we really strive to give it a family experience mm -hmm. that's what i'm big on i have an 11 year old and he is actually involved in this so he has his little store that he sells toys and he makes more money than me most of the time <laughs> but and then our students and our staff to work with us we encourage them their wives come their kids come mother-in-laws father-in-laws we try to build a good, wholesome environment for everybody. You know, we don't allow them, the wrestlers to cuss. We don't allow them to um, get out of hand. <clears throat> They're, you know, we try to make it, like I said, a whole family, wholesome environment that you could take your kids to because we don't sell tickets at VWE. We sell memories. So we want your kids to remember that they went here with you. Me, personally, I remember going to the fairgrounds in the mid-80s, maybe, or nah, maybe late 80s, early 90s, to see George Animal Steel, Honky Tonk Man, with my grandfather. 
And that was my first experience with wrestling. And we watched it every week. Every Monday we watch Raw, watch WWF. But going there live, when you see a live show, whether it be WWE, Impact, Ring of Honor, uh, VWE, um, Lucha Pro, anybody in the indies, the magic of a live show is way different than you see on TV. When you hear them hear the ring and you hear the, the the thump of the ring and how loud it is, it just it turns every person into a kid again. Mm-hmm. You know, you could be ninety and you're watching AAA every Sunday. You go to VWE, you might see Damien Say Say Says, you might see Psychosis, you might see uh, Super Crazy like we brought last Friday. Uh, we deal with a lot of underground guys. You know, we brought tons of talent we brought the best of the best here to imperial valley for the fans and it's not just us you know sometimes we bring guys and we don't even get to talk to them it's it's about the show so then i they get paid they leave you know and they're like man i didn't even shake his hand but as long as the fans and the kids faces makes everything worth it yeah um what does uh vwe stand for stands for venue wrestling entertainment and venue was what I started with. That's my company that I did promotions for. It's uh, venue entertainment. And the meaning of that is the word venue just means a place that an event is happening. So what better to call your company the venue to make any place you go, that's the venue to be at. Yeah. That was how that name came about. Um, what's uh, And you kind of read my, my, I guess you can I answer a couple of my questions because we can was, go back and re-answer it's okay we'll get because I was going to ask you what was your earliest memory of uh, you know wrestling have you that, always been like into wrestling or I've been into wrestling but I was not a diehard fan I liked it I really didn't know the lucha side until VWE but you know who who doesn't like Ultimate Warrior who doesn't like Hogan yeah. Macho Man you know who who doesn't who doesn't yell whoo when they when they walk into the room and and they know that Ric Flair, you know, all those people who who didn't grow up on Glow, you know, at our age, you know, I'm in my 40s, so, you know, those are the memories that that I remember. You know, hacksaw Jim Duggins with his two by four walking out, and and I remember the Attitude Era. I remember the wars between WCW and WWF, and I remember a little bit of Lucha Libre, but not. Not too much because my I wasn't really raised on it. But when we got into VWE, we are a Lucha Libre company. And I understand the difference, how the ring set up, the ropes, the difference in the ropes, the difference in the turnbuckles, the difference in the style of wrestling. And pro wrestling is a love. Lucha Libre is a lifestyle. And that's the lifestyle we live. You know, when when somebody tells you, hey, you know, wrestling's fake. My reaction is come to the dojo, get in the ring. See how long you can last without throwing up. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's it, like I said, it's a lifestyle. It's a mindset. And that's what we teach our students. And that's what they're learning now. You know, it's it, it's not a part-time thing. You either have it inside you or you don't. And it's you, you're willing to, to try it out and... and do great things. I mean, it's just like any other sport. And to us, it's a sport. You know, we, we have our icons. We have our idols. We have goals that we want to set. 
and it's a great workout learning how to do things. We have students, and I'll, I'll bring a student in a little bit later, and he'll tell you that there's things that he can do now that he didn't think he could do six months ago, seven months ago. It's a great, you don't have to wrestle with us. You come to our school, you get the workout, you burn the calories, you lose the weight, you get more flexible. And if you want to wrestle in a, re- in a match, when you're ready, we'll put you in. If not, you could just do it for the love of the sport. That's what a lot of people What's um, do. If you could point out, like, what's one of the biggest differences between um, like American wrestling and... In American wrestling, the ropes are a little bit looser. They don't do a lot of high flying. They kind of just bounce off the ropes and, and a lot of body slams. But in lucha, those guys, the ropes are tighter. You know, when they hit the ropes, they hit it hard. They use them for a springboard. They use them for, you know, to do flips. They use the ring as a as as a tool. And in American wrestling, they, they do the same. It's just a whole different style. It's more of uh, Roman Greco-Roman wrestling, I guess. But we use that in lucha as well. Once you see people like Little Cholo, our champion, or Mariachi Loco, or even Andy Brown, you know, they, the way that they use the ring, and, and you're just like, wow, did they just do that? We brought a WWE legend Paul London one time, and I've never seen uh, I, I never seen a shooting star press, and when he did it, it was just like, it was over, you know. They went through the ring, the ring literally broke, you mm-hmm. know. It was it was crazy, but then again, it's wrestling, you know, lucha, lucha life. Yeah, because I remember um, when I was a kid, I remember watching the WWF, and um, you know, I have, one of my favorites was uh, the Ultimate Warrior. Um, a great right there and because uh, I, I used to live in LA and then when, when we came down here um, I started watching Lucha Libre and I was like whoa this is like like crazy like the yin, way yin and yang yeah yeah like they f- would fly off the ring and then like the crowd was like right next to the ring and they would fall into the people and it's like I don't know it's, I think it's more interactive and, and more the, um, the fans care more about the match mm-hmm. you know it seems to me that's just my opinion Lucha Libre they they encourage the yelling, the the screaming, yeah. the the in, the participation with the crowd. So that's yeah, you're you're right on. And that's, and that's what it is. And then I I guess the other thing that I I guess you if you look into it is that uh, um like lucha is a little bit more humble in the sense of you know you got these WWE superstars that are like bigger than life, <laughs> and these guys the luchadores even though they're like you see them in the ring and they're like barely life like they seem a little bit more humble than than you know the stars over here in the United States I don't know well, if it's- it it just depends on the person I mean speaking of that we brought who I perceive to be the greatest luchador in the world which was Rey Mysterio Jr. Mm-hmm. we brought him two years ago and being who he is and the status that he is the greatest luchador in the world he was really humble he shook hands he looked you in the face and to come here to Imperial Valley, that'll never happen again. Mm-hmm. You know, that was something that was a once-in-a-lifetime deal for everybody. I'll probably never meet Ray again in my life. You know, I saw him the next year at uh, Expo Lucha in Las Vegas. You know, I said hi to him. But, you know, I'll never probably ever be able to do that again. You know, even though he's from San Diego. He is, like you said, he's larger than life. But he's humble. 
But then again, you meet, you know, um, Paul Lendon, you know, two-time cruiserweight champion. That's the nicest guy you'll meet in the world. You know, he he didn't know my mom's name when my mom was helping us when she was alive. And he just started calling her mom. <laughs> you know, it's just different things. You know, we met a lot. Like we brought, uh, like I said, we brought Damien Say Say Say. We brought uh, Psychosis, the original Psychosis, Nicho La Millionario. And we seen him in Vegas, too. And they were like, hey, Jason, you know, how you doing? And Damien, you know, he's hardcore legend. You know, he's like, hey, Jason, I'm going to hit you with a chair later. Nope. <laughs> See you later, Damien. He had a big old <laughs> smile on his face. So these guys are super humble. And they love what they do, you know, and they're old school. So you do it the way you're supposed to do it. You learn the way you're supposed to learn. You act the way you're supposed to act. And they teach that, you know, they, they live it, they teach it, and that is lucha. That's that's really, the lucha culture is about respect. Mm-hmm. And in American wrestling, I really haven't had a lot of experience with it. But the guys that I met are really, really nice, good guys. Uh, we brought Johnny Mundo, which is Johnny Morrison in WWE, and he was a great person, you know. Very nice, understanding, willing to work with you. It's... It's how they, be, when they become famous, how they actually understand the fame. And it goes with any anybody. You know, I brought, when I brought E-40, he was a, a super nice guy. When I brought Snoop, super nice guy. Uh, I brought Mike Jones, and that guy was just like, give me my money, I'm going to get out, mm. you know. But then, then again, it's it's how we perceive them. Like I said, to me, Rey Mysterio is the greatest luchador in the world. You may not like him, but to me, he can't do no wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's part of wrestling is you're either a technical or a rudo, a face or a heel. And the fans choose what side that is. At the end of VWE, you're going to know what side you are. You may think like, I'm, I like the good guys. And at the end of the day, you're going to be like, I like that guy. He's a rudo. So I'm going for the bad guy in this one. Yeah. And that's the evolution of the show, you know, from start to finish. Uh, yeah, and uh, talking about the show, um, <coughs> there's, do you have, do you guys have a storyline here? Like, because normally, like, when you watch like, on TV, there's, like, a storyline where, you know, they have, you know, these... Uh, what do you mean storyline? It's all real life drama. <laughs> um, we run every month, so we have different things going on. We have a lot. Of, we have different rivalries. Uh, we have our champion, which is our lightning belt champion, Little Cholo. He's had the belt, so I want to say almost two years. And uh, you can see him on Lucha Underground. <clears throat> he was on uh, MTV Society, Society X. Um, this guy, he's defended the title successfully, and he never backs down from a challenge. You know, he's took the belt to other federations. We let him go and and use the belt over there as a match. And <clears throat> these guys, they understand what it takes to be on the top. You know, you you need to tell a story in the ring. They need to make sure how the show evolves and the crowd understands. And we we try to book the best on the indie scene here in SoCal. Um, there's a lot of other companies. There's other companies here in Pearl Valley. It's just the way you book is, the way we book is different. Our mindset is different than theirs. Uh, 
Um, nothing, nothing wrong with them. You know, I, I, I would like you guys to go to every other show here. There's some in Brawley. There's some coming up. Um, you guys can make up your own mind who you like to see. But in the Valley, the shows are good for the scene. Even in Mexicali, you know, we deal with Nacionalista down there and and uh, another podcast down there. They were actually at our last show. You know, we, we want to support everybody just like you. You know, we'd like you to go and support and be there live, you know, stream, live stream. But the scene itself, the storylines, it's not always what it seems. There's a lot of twists and turns. It's wrestling. It's bigger, better, over the top. Yeah. So yeah. you really got to to follow our storylines, to follow where everything's going. You have to go to the shows, you know. You can watch it online, but it's it's not the same. Yeah. Yeah. And in terms of, like, manpower, you don't have to get into, like, numbers, like, in terms of money, but, like, how... how how hard is it to put on a show like for like for you being the commissioner? It starts with <clears throat> getting the venue. We've been running at the same venue for about three years. Off and on, we change depending on the needs of the show. Um, I book from the main event down, so we try to give you the VW universe someone that that they know someone that has a star power, someone who can Google, they can look up, who has Twitter. Um, and we build the match by match. So a normal show is five, five matches. The one on last Friday was six matches. So it's all, it, it's always, we try to go better than the last show. We try to do more than you expect there's always twists and turns there's never a vwe show is never what it seems there is never a here's our show this is what's happening it's more like here's our show this is what you're gonna see twists turns giveaways uh special guests surprises i mean shoot the taco showdown we don't even put out a card we just put the taco show down and uh this is the second year we did it in brawley with the chamber of commerce and pff, like five thousand people showed up yeah. you know when you're in the ring and you're some a nobody like me and you just look out and it's like in awe you know there's people just floods of people and it just gives you that you know like yes this is this is why we do it mm -hmm. so storylines and the way it works i mean There's there's ups and downs and in betweens and twists and turns in wrestling. So you really got to follow any any company. You got to follow to know who's who, who turned, what's what, and that's that's pretty much how it goes. It's like you know, in days of our lives, you watch it for six months, you miss it two months, you lost three years. Yeah, you got to be consistent. Yep, following. consistent. So like I said, lucha is a way of life. Yeah. Um. So, what are some? Who are some of the names that you that are like from your um, the, from VWE? Mm -hmm. Right now, we have a couple champions. We have the Tribe, who are based out of in um, Arizona. Those are our tag team champions. We have we just crowned a female champion, uh, Katana Vera, Friday, brand new champion. We have our lightning belt champion, which is Little Cholo from Lucha Underground. And we have um, our main champion, who goes by SoCal Crazy. He just um, 
he was there Saturday, Friday too. He wrestled uh, Sefa Fatu, who is the son of Rakishi. His brothers are Jimmy and Jay Uso in WWE. His cousin is Roman Reigns. His other cousin is The Rock. So he comes. He's part of the Samoan dynasty. So he, he's royalty in our world. We brought him. Um, we have other guys that we bring all the time that are just as talented. Uh, Mariachi Loco, Andy Brown. Um, we got Super Beetle, who's a great character. Um, let's see who else. We got a guy out of Arizona. His name is R3. Man, he's undefeated um, in VWE. We have another guy by the name of Anthony Idol. He's an American wrestler. He's undefeated in VWE. We've brought uh, Sin Bodhi, who was Kizarni in WWE. Um, shoot, you name it, we brought him. Famous B from Lucha Underground. Uh, Luchasaurus from Lucha Underground. Uh, Thunder Rosa, she was in Lucha Underground. Uh, we brought a referee that got super kicked in WrestleMania by Shawn Michaels. <laughs> you know, I, you never know. You know, we did a show at... Um, Last year, last year we brought Famous B. And nobody knew that in the audience was two other famous luchadors that just showed up to watch. Oh, wow. You know, uh, one of them, Shane Strickland, he just signed to WWE. And the other one's name uh, is Xavier. And uh, Desmond Xavier. And they were just sitting in the crowd watching. Nobody bothered them. Nobody knew who they were. You never know. You, you, you never know who's going to come. Um, we've had... Wrestlers show up and lowriders hitting switches to the ring. Yeah, we we've done. We have a we have someone who shows up in a coffin. You know, <laughs> like the Undertaker. Yeah, you know, just similar to that. I mean, we we strive, and I say we because it's not just me. It's me and my team. Um, like I said, Little Cholo has a big part in our company. You know, he's been a big help to me. Just advising me, you know, giving me insight um, and opinions of of what goes on. Because when you step into this world, it's a whole new language. I didn't know none of it, you know. I was calling my some of the guys by their real names, and they're, like, ignoring me. And I'm, <laughs> like, they're, like, dude, I have my mask on. Like, oh, my bad. It, it, it takes a lot to be in this world, yeah. you know. And these guys that we bring, each one of them have a... a a very unique place in VWE, whether they come once or they come a million times. We deal with with dojos in us in Orange County. We deal with promotions in Chula Vista. We deal with Mask Republic. Uh, we're dealing with like Expo Lucha, who is which is August seventeenth and eighteenth, the biggest uh, luchador expo outside of Mexico. You know, and and we have a match there. You know, we're we're bringing. Los Luchas, which is, they are legends in SoCal. They've been all over. And they're taking on the Lucha homies, Merechi Loco and, and Little Cholo at Expo Lucha. So if you guys really want to go to something like that, you can hit us up on Facebook and we'll, we'll point you in the right direction. It's put on by Mask Republic and it's it gives you an experience you can't get anywhere else. Mm-hmm. But that's, like I said, that's what VWE puts the work in to strive towards. I mean, we we understand that not everybody's in the wrestling, not everybody's in the lucha, but everybody should be open-minded and come check it out. You never know. You know, come in and heckle and, and 
leave your bills, your worries, your problems at the gate and spend two and a half, three, four hours with us. And then just relax and, and have a good time and yell, yell at the bad guys or the good guys and <laughs> tell them where to go and, and get your stress out and you'll have a great time. And if you have kids, shoot, we'll give them the time of their life better than Disneyland. <laughs> it's it's kind of what we do. Um, so today we're here at the your dojo. Correct. Um, can you tell us a little bit about, you know... We've had a wrestling dojo school for a little over a year. It's been a year, about a year. And uh, we've had different trainers come in and out. But we finally got... We were at Sparta Boxing, which is a great organization. Another here in the Valley, Fernie and George, you know, they... Uh, they do a lot with kids, a lot with kids, and, and they helped us get started. So I'd really like to thank them. And if you're into boxing, you're in El Centro, Sparta Boxing, uh, you know, they, they'll, they'll point you in the right direction. They'll help you if they can't. You know, they'll tell you who can, but you want to check them out. I think they have a sparring session uh, July 13th at Sparta. Um, but we were there. It was outdoors. And... I was just driving around like 7, 30, 8 o'clock in the morning one day, I think on a Wednesday or Tuesday here on Main Street going somewhere. And I looked over and I saw one of my friends and he goes, what are you doing up so early? I said, man, I'm just trying to find a building with high ceilings that, you know, I can, I can rent for a good price, you know, and try to, you know, give my students somewhere to train indoors. And uh, so he goes, I got a building, you know. And I said, you know, it's it's private, you know, we just, it's just strictly for training, you know. He goes, I got a building, but it's full of stuff. <laughs> Come check it out if you want. Oh, okay, you know, all right, thanks. And I left. Done nothing of it. Who's going to tell you when you're driving down the street, oh, I got a building, I'll help you out. <sighs> so all day it ate at me, ate at me, and we went back. I went and found him where he was working. And I said, hey, what's up with that building? He goes, oh, you're interested yeah, my, my, my guys need somewhere, you know. I got an 18-foot ring. It's like eight feet tall. You know, I need somewhere to put it that can that they can work. He goes, all right, call you tomorrow. Calls me tomorrow. All right, next week, we'll go look at it. Ah, man, let's go look at it right now. He's like, no, no, I can't. I'm busy. Okay, tomorrow. So we come in, and you can't walk in. <laughs> It's like American Pickers, <laughs> real life. He goes, well, he goes, I've had it for many years. It's been a catch-all, different businesses. Okay, cool. So we kind of weasel our way through, you know. I'm fat, so I'm trying to skin, suck my gut in and get in. And he goes, what do you think? He goes, that bathrooms? He goes, yeah. I'll take it. Really? I'm like, yeah. I said, that's high ceilings. He goes, you're going to move all this stuff for me. Okay. <laughs> he goes, really? He goes, yeah, okay. When I mean stuff, I mean shells, boxes, beds, heavy metal. Okay, when can I start? Whenever. Tomorrow. Tomorrow? Tomorrow. Okay, it's like, hey. We gotta, this is what we got. We gotta move it. Got four or five people here. Made a big old dent the first day. Three weeks later, I said, Look, we're done. We're gonna move the ring up. 
oh man, I haven't seen it like this in five years. <laughs> so yeah, so I put the ring up. We started training, you know, and so I went to uh, I went to Facebook and said, you know, I'm, I'm doing this. We we have kids that come here, and we we cater to kids. Like we want kids to come and learn lucha. We, that's what we want. We want to build our next generation. So I went to Facebook and I asked, you know, like, hey, anybody have any extra equipment that they don't want? You know, mm-hmm. we'll fix it, whatever. Overwhelming response, you know. Come get this, come get that, come get this. Come. So we got a bunch of stuff. And then we just, we ended up getting a couple new students. You know, that you want to lose weight. We have a female that wants to wrestle. And she's taking her time, you know. She's trying to get in, get in shape, get her cardio. Wrestling is all about cardio. Yeah. So cardio is very good for the heart. It's, you know, you lose weight, you sweat. So you know, this that's where we're at today. We slowly built it. We're far from done. We're far from done. You know, we were cleaning everything out. And we found a bathroom that was on our side, not the other side. So I was like, oh shoot, there's a bathroom here. And what do you mean there's a bathroom here? And I was like, he's like, I've never seen that bathroom. <laughs> I said, well, we got a bathroom. So, I mean, it, we got a good entrance. We got access to the front, to the back. It's dirty. We wash it. We clean it. We sweep. We mop every day. It's a gym. But it's our gym. Mm-hmm. It's our dojo. It's our house. And every student is proud to say that. And they understand that this is where we live. This is where we come to learn. This is our church. This is, the ring is sacred to us. And to come from doing shows and not having a ring, to buying a ring, to training at Sparta when they helped us, to being here is a blessing in three years. And thank God, you know, he really blessed me, blessed me with good people in my life. There's a lot of people that help us. Um, there's a lot of people that help me. You know, this is, I'd go insane if I'd do this all by myself. You know, but if you want to really know about the dojo and, and, and what we do, I'd like to bring in one of the students who can kind of answer your questions. That way it doesn't come from me. It comes from their point of view. And they get homework. They got homework the last match. Uh, they have to show up on time. They have to listen. I mean, it's 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 real strict regiment. If they don't, then go run. So I'd like to introduce one of our students. His name is uh, Andy. So he'll uh, I'll give you guys a break from me, and I'll let him come in and uh, kind of give you guys a point of what we do. I'll be back. <laughs> trying to find a picture of of the dojo. Yeah, it was pretty packed. Oh yeah, when you first, so yeah. you you've been here since since day one. Day one. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like Jason was saying, like when we looked at it, it was like, okay, where do we move the stuff? There wasn't a, oh, there's so much stuff. How are we going to do it? How are we going to move it? It was like, okay, so where can we move it? What can we do with it? So, I mean, now the spot's there for us to wrestle. And So, um, but have you been part of VWE since a while back or do you just? Um, I just started for like a, maybe a year ago. Like a, oh, right. <laughs> it's about a year. Uh, I started, but lifelong fan. Um, I like to say I'm fourth generation fan from my grandmother to now my daughter is actually the fourth generation of of um, wrestling fan. My 
grandma used to sit and root for the bad guys mm-hmm. and pick her her toenail off while we're yelling at the TV screen. I um, mean, my dad used to take me to the wrestling uh, shows in, in Mexicali. I mean, from the Valley. I would go to the Lucha Libre shows in Mexicali and then myself and now my 18-month-old daughter who throws herself in the in the bed and she sells better than probably me. So um, so did you ever think like, oh, one day I'm going to, you know, be part of a... And not really. It was always, like you say, a dream of mine. Of doing something in the business, but five six, two hundred and ten pounds at the time. <laughs> um, you're either Rey Mysterio as your idol, or you're either a ref or, or something. But um, luckily, VW gave me the like the opportunity to come in, and, and actually, they didn't even look at my size. It was just you want to learn how to wrestle. We'll, we'll teach you how to wrestle. Um, what you can do in the ring is a lot different. What the other person can do in the ring. Um, yeah, and I, I mean, I came in a year ago, just helping out events here and there, calling Jason, bugging him a little bit, uh, and then he's like, "All right, we'll come in and help." Came in a little bit, like just a few days, and now it's like second home here um, at the dojo. So, what are what are some of the things that you that you do here that you think people outside could couldn't handle? Like they're like, "Oh, um, wrestling is fake," but yeah, you know, <laughs> you do this in the gym that. Before even getting in the ring is putting up the ring. That is a really um, difficult, not difficult thing to do, but it's something that once you understand how to do it, you'll learn, you understand more once you get into the ring. Like even putting putting the ring together, the ring we have is in four different sections. Um, just the feel of the ring, how you put the mat, how you, like Jason was saying, how you put the ropes, how you tighten the ropes. It was just one day Jason's like, here, put the ring together. And he's like, all right, let's do it. And he's like, I'm going to show you once. And then the next time um, you're going to do it by yourself. And so now every time that we put it together, I'm kind of trying to be the supervisor. And he's like, no, 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 like that's not how you put it. Or I'll even tell Jason, why did you put my ropes together? Um, why is my ring like that? Yeah. Because, I mean, you have to take it in, uh, as part of yourself. I mean, like just, just wrestling itself, you're, you are – like to say an exaggerated version of a, char- of a characteristic that you are so yeah it's uh yeah. it's uh, like being over the top right yeah. all the time um and yeah like like now that you mentioned like you have to take it personally it's mm-hmm. I and mean, i keep jason um say um that it's a way of life so oh, it's yeah. kind of like this is like your part of you now right oh, yeah so, um, so how often do you guys, uh, um, for training, it's, um, uh, three days a week, Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturdays, Tuesdays and Thursdays are in the afternoon, uh, six to eight, uh, Saturday is nine to 11 on Tuesday on Thursdays and Saturdays is when we have our, our trainer come in, um, who actually teaches us, uh, well, a lot of the moves that, that you see in the ring, uh, happening. And it's a lot of Lucha Libre. He comes from Mexicali. So mm-hmm. it's a, kind of a lot of Lucha Libre style um, because uh, the the uh, methodology or the uh, the way it was explained to us, which, I mean, being part of it for so long, um, is that once you know how to do Lucha Libre, everything else kind of falls into place. Uh, Purisu from Japan, American style wrestling, Lucha Libre. I mean, you can wrestle with anybody um, once you know how to do Lucha. Like That's like the the main core to do everything mm-hmm. and what's what, what what's some of your favorite things to do like when you're here rolling i mean if you don't know like when we start the day off with rolling but if you can't roll um you pretty much can't really do much in the ring so it's that's like and 
people are like, oh, rolling, I can roll. I've shown some people, like, this is what we mean by rolling. It's a, you land on your feet. And there's really some techniques that you, you can't physically teach somebody. You, you, you see it, either you can, you can do it or, or you can't. I mean, my background is I'm a teacher. I've been in the education system for 14 years. So a lot of the, a lot of the teaching that our, our coach does, I kind of take into, okay, so how would I do it in the classroom or like, to understand more of what, where he's coming from. But yeah, rolling, I mean, doing a lot of sequencing, a lot of the, uh, the holds, um, from the coach that we have now to, from the one before to now, we even enter the ring differently. So we would enter, enter through the ropes. And the first day our new coach came, was like, okay, guys, get into the ring. So we kind of, the way we were tied, grab the top rope, put your, uh, your left foot in, foot forward, wipe your feet before you go in because that's a big thing, um, respecting the ring. So I would, I helped out another company uh, a while back. And just kind of setting up the ring. But once we set it up, I kind of stood out. And even when they started helping out Jason, and they're like, oh, why don't you go ahead and, and roll around in the ring? Like, because I haven't been invited. Mm. You haven't been inviting me to the ring. I'm not going to just jump in. It's a trampoline or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that's a big thing, having respect uh, for, for the business, for, for our ring here. A lot of the students, that, that myself included, um, kind of will walk when we, do, we walk around the ring after we're, we're kind of cooling off, and kind of start, starts touching the ring, just just getting familiar with it, and and but yeah, I mean doing doing the roles um, is one thing I kind of well, I enjoy. Well, going back to entering the ring, we went in the way we were taught. Our new coach comes in, we get on the apron, and we're about to kind of slide in. And he's like, "Oh no no, you're jumping over the top rope." <laughs> and it's like, "What do you mean?" So yeah, you're gonna grab grab, do a squat, and jump over the top. So like, all right. So and that's I think the attitude you have to have when you wrestle. You can't fight back. You can't because you have to remember the person teaching you is has been doing it for multiple years. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we've had one coach who was doing it for twenty. This was doing it for uh, over ten years also. Um, so their experience um, is what we have to kind of let go of ourselves, especially my like myself with my my age. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were also uh, who come in and are, are try to tend to fight with the age. And like, well, I I see it on TV, and it's like it's nothing like you see on TV. You're gonna see a different, uh, different way once you're once you're training. Like the homework we were left, it's it wasn't about did you like the match? Did you not like the match? It was more of what did you see during the match that you've learned, or like you're now you're now a student of a match. You see wrestling totally different. Yeah. Um, now I can't see Japan and New Japan anymore differently. I, I, like the way I used to WWE, I've changed it, unfortunately, because it, it gets kind of stale because I've learned the different, the other side of the business. Do you tell, do you say, you say you're a teacher, do you tell your students that you? Yeah, I, I mean, I told them and they're like, oh, like they'll say the kind of like, if it's, is it fake or, <laughs> but I invite them on my, we're eight to 80, like eight years old to 80 years old. If you can come in and train, um, no, but yeah, I mean, I've told my students that they're, they go, ha, ha, ha. And then they're like, oh, but when are you going to wrestle? When are you going to wrestle? It's like whenever my coach tells me, and are you going to wear a mask? And are you going to, it's like, if I tell you I'm going to wear a mask, then it's kind of, yeah, the suspension you- of disbelief is gone. So I won't tell you. Um, but it's just, like we said before, it's, it's a way of life. I've taken it to my teaching, to my students. Even losing weight, I was, I've lost 30 pounds since uh-huh. my coach told me you have to lose weight. It's like, all right, so I'm going to lose weight. Um, it's it's a, a lot of cardio, a lot of stuff, 
just strength being in the ring. Yeah. And it's fun. I mean, it's it's the fun part is being in the ring. The hard part is doing the warm up outside the ring. Mm. But, Do you guys? Yeah, because it's cardio. You guys have to run a lot. Uh, running the ropes is one of the biggest things that you're not only just kind of running back and forth. You have to be able to know how to put your hands, how to turn. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of cardio. A few days, people have blown up, and I mean that's that's an industry term to where they've gassed out, been really tired. Um, I'm just on running the ropes, joining the ropes, jumping over somebody, turning back, coming out, oh, jumping okay. over. And it's people see it. Oh, you're just jumping over the guy. It's like, no, you're hitting the rope full speed ahead. Yeah. The, um, I mean, I, thinking about it, it's like you have to like it's like really coordinated work, right? Like, oh, yeah. Because otherwise you'll run into each other. Or Yeah. And then I did run into somebody and because <laughs> they weren't paying attention and knocked them out of the ring. Oh, really? And it was just like when the coach tells you you're you're doing this. He's supposed to be doing this. If he forgets, you have all the right to knock him out. Um, I mean, that's not on, not on purpose. He's like, but don't run, don't run around the person when you're you're doing a certain a certain um, sequence. He's like, because at the end it looks sloppy in the ring. Yeah, it looks like you're avoiding the guy when you're not supposed to. It's lucha. It's wrestling. You're supposed to be fighting each other. It's, yeah. it's supposed to be a confrontation. Yeah. Um, is there anything else that you like to add about you know? Um, Work, uh, working out here at the dojo or your I mean there's a lot of, I mean like you say a lot of donated stuff was here we have a lot of the weights uh, the ring um, is up but a lot of us shouldn't be in the ring because like saying it's being invited um, it's really a good workout I mean like Jason was saying if it's something that you want to be more flexible you want to come in you want to work out and learn a little bit of lucha maybe you come in and like it and become a professional wrestler be the next Rey Mysterio or Roman Reigns or or Okada or whoever, whoever's your idol. But yeah, it's something that I didn't really think was ever going to happen to me. And being married, having a daughter, um, it's something that I've, my wife and I have spoken. It's like, I want to show my daughter that no matter how old you are, or, and I've told Jesse, maybe I have a match. I lose it, win it, and it's like, hey, you know what? I'm retired. <laughs> I, it's something that's, that, that is my goal, but I know... There's people who have done that, who've had their one match and just, well, I had my match. And it's like, that's how much of it was part of you. Yeah. And like with this, I don't see that happening to me, but it's just kind of an example. Like yeah. I want to show my daughter your dreams are possible. Um, I think for me, it was uh, something similar was doing stand-up comedy. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Did it a couple of times. And, and then one of the last times I bombed, and I was like, you know what? That's it. <laughs> I'm retired. <laughs> but now I'm, I'm thinking of making a comeback. But, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I kind of get the, you know, that what you're trying to say where it's like kind of like a bucket list thing that, mm -hmm. you know, and you kind of want to show um, your daughter and your wife oh, and everybody yeah. that, you know, doesn't matter how old you are, but as long as you... Yeah. I would say DDP started at 40. One of the Diamond Dallas page started between 35 and 40 to be actually one of the top WCW champion and WWE star, Hall of Famer now. And so there's really, there's wrestlers who are up to their 60s uh, that are wrestling. Now I'm following a lot of New Japan wrestling and there's this guy, um, Ishii, um, he's 48 and he was wrestling a 32-year-old and they're both in their prime. Wow. So it's like wow, like so no, no age, yeah, no age limit. <clears throat> All right, well, thank you for sharing oh, your yeah, no your problem. your story and 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 um yeah, thank you for for um you know being part of WB, WBE and and you know bringing 
bringing like the show to the Imperial Valley because yeah, it's, it's, no, it's, I mean that's what we're here for. We're here for I mean being a family man for the kids to have something get away from those video games. To have either here at the school something that's physically makes them healthy, and then our shows something that they can do with their family and entertain them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, but thank yeah. you. Oh, well. Hey guys, well, we're here with uh, Little Cholo, who is part of VWE. He's currently the champion. What's your, what's your, uh, is there like a weight class or is it just like champion in general? Or? Uh, it's champion in general. I am the, uh, the VWE lightning champion. Lightning champion. Cool, cool. Um, so tell us a little bit about your experience with uh, VWE. VWE. How long have you been with VWE? Uh, well, I've been with VWE for almost four years, I believe. Four years. And so, bef- before yeah. that, you were, um, if I'm not mistaken, you were part of the uh, that Netflix show? Yes, Lucha Underground. And can you tell us a bit Lucha, what Lucha Underground is? Uh, Lucha Underground is one of the, I guess you can call it a groundbreaking uh, wrestling shows that's ever been out. Um, it was a mixture of Lucha Libre, American style wrestling, Japanese wrestling, and like cinema at the same time. Oh, okay, okay. So that, it was a big thing um, when it first came out. I remember watching it on Netflix. It was, it was pretty cool. Had a lot of. Um, can you tell us? Um, because you, you say in, in that um, uh, show, it was a mix between different types of uh, of wrestling. Um, would you say your uh, preference is uh, uh, like luchas instead of uh, the American or the Japanese style, um, style of wrestling? Yeah, well, I was I first started training lucha libre, so that's definitely my preference. But I am I am a hybrid of styles, so I can go any style that that's needed. Okay, and um, so <clears throat> so you're the uh, lightning weight champion here, and with BWE, huh? And um, what's one of your uh, biggest fights that you've you know the one that you've had like that's been really close to for you losing your your championship? Um, none of them yet. My biggest, my biggest fight so far, it's gonna be the one coming up, uh, July twelfth. Who is it gonna be against? Uh, former WWE Cruiserweight Champion TJP. Oh, okay, okay, cool, cool. So, and that is gonna be on this month. And do you know where at, or you guys are still waiting on the um the location? As far as I know, it's supposed to be at the Ricochet uh, Event Center, but uh. Not really sure what's going on with that right now. Okay, and where can um, people follow you or, or you know to check out your upcoming fights or, or whatnot? Uh, mostly Instagram. Uh, you can look me up under Little Cholo Zero One, and uh, that's where I have a lot of my upcoming matches. Uh, where I'll be at uh, videos that I do with my partner and Mariachi Loco as the Lucha homies, and um, yeah, just a bunch of stuff on there. Okay, cool, cool. And is there anything else? Anything that you wanna? Um, um, kind of like send a message to your challengers out there. Oh, he knows who I am. We've known each other for close to twenty years already, so um, it's uh, it's kind of gonna be like his welcome home back from the WWE uh, when he steps in the ring with me at WWE July twelfth. Cool, cool. All right. Um, anything else that you want to add for this little interview for the? No, I just want to thank uh, you and uh, WWE for taking the time. Uh, to interview me, and uh, you know, I hope to see all the fans there on July the twelfth. 
All right, cool, cool. So uh, yeah, don't forget to um, check out Little Cholo on his Instagram page, which which is where he's more active in. Because I know you have a Facebook too. This is what we're talking, but um, a lot of people are, are a little bit more active on face, on Instagram now. So make sure you go check him out. Um, I'll leave links to his uh, Instagram on on the description of, of the podcast. Um, and also don't forget to check out BWE for any upcoming events and for for Little Cholo's um, next fight. Um, just want to wish you uh, best of luck and um, thank you for, for taking a little bit of your time I know you're training and, and going to the gym so thank you for taking a little bit of time to talk uh, for talking to us and, and and yeah maybe we'll see you in the future and, and with uh, with VWE because I know um, Jason wants to keep you know keep the community involved and, and, and letting them know about you know the next fights and stuff like that so so yeah hopefully we'll see you in the future cool man thanks a lot appreciate it all right, so to finish up, is there anything that else that you would, you know, they've been kind of missed that you want to touch up on and where they can find events, upcoming events? Uh, we have Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Our Twitter is at VWE Zone. Our Instagram, uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, Venue Wrestling Entertainment, Google us, we pop up. Uh, Facebook, I think, is at VWE Zone as well. We also have a website that's being built right now. Uh, Andy, you know the URL? Uh, com Should be up in the next uh, two weeks. Um, yeah, Instagram, you guys are also VWE Zone on Instagram. Is there, there's two, so which so, one is that? Uh, I don't know. Is this you? Uh, let me see. I think that might be the other one. We have, we got locked out of one one time, so we, uh, it's this one right here. Is it that one? No, it's this one. We, it's this one, the 1200. Uh, what's the? Yeah, Venue Wrestling ENT. That's our Instagram, Venue oh, okay. Wrestling ENT. Um, we are more active on Facebook. Instagram's picking up. We do Twitter. <clears throat> we have a show July 12th here in Pearl Valley. We're bringing um, former cruiserweight champion TJ Perkins. He just got out of WWE. This guy, he ran the Cruiserweight Classic. Uh, he's actually coming to VWE to take on our lightning belt champion, Little Cholo, for our belt. That's July 12th. You can get the in, the info on our Instagram, on our Facebook, uh, Twitter. If you want to join the dojo, uh, write us a message as well, and we'll gladly get back to you, show you guys. We'll even give you a day to come in and see if it's for you. But I know that uh, I want to thank, like I said, Andy. I want to thank you guys for coming. Little Cholo for his interview today. Um, Big G, Mariana. uh, Who else? Huh? Our bell guy, Jerry. uh, (laughs) Fernando Lara from Sparta. George Munoz from Sparta. um, Our sponsors, Casa of Pearl Valley. Uh, Fiesta Tortillas help us out a lot. Um, shoot, man, there's just 
we just do so so much that we got going on you know uh christmas time we do a toy drive uh next school year we're gonna do a, a scholarship we give out a scholarship that's a lot you know we're really community based and what happened yeah, we got a, a show for Casa, uh, the Court Advocates of Provali, uh, August 10th. We're working on that one. Um, we run every month. Just, you know, we need the community support. Yeah. That's that's what, you know, we do it for you guys. You like our posts, share our posts, invite to the event pages. Uh, we, we have merch for sale. We like to see people wearing our shirts, our hats. Um, support local local things, local boxing gyms. Uh, there's a few out there that are that are really good helping the community. Uh, like I said, Sparta. There's one couple of Calexico, uh, La Gente and Brawley. Um, there's the jujitsu. Just get out there and do something. Yeah, get your kid involved in something. You know, whether it be soccer, football. Get them away from YouTube. Get them away from Playstations. Get them over here. We'll sh- we'll show them what we used to do. You know. Yeah, yeah. You know, I saw a meme the other day where the mom's dragging the kid out of the house by the ear. I remember my mom yelling at me, saying, "When it's dark, you come home. Yeah, if you're not home by the time you're dark. You know what's gonna happen. Yeah. You know. So it's it's a little bit. Our generation is different than their generation. But we all get together for wrestling, whether it be new school, old school, Bruder Brosie, uh, George Animal Steel, or Roma Reigns. Or, you know, one guy that I like and none of these guys like is The Miz. Yeah. The <laughs> he's Miz. the guy from, from Road Rules? He started or? off in real world, but he's, yeah, he's got the gift of gab, man. I love that guy. But just get out there and do something. That's, that's what we ask you guys to do, you know? Come watch a Lucha show July 12th. Get the info. Check out every episode of the podcast because you never know when we're going to be back. And you never know when I'm going to give them some tickets to give out. So thank you, guys. Thank you for having us. No, thank you. And tell your son he missed out on a great time. I'll let him know for sure. And he needs to come to our school so he could be a wrestler. <laughs> I'll let him know. Thank all you, guys. All right, Jason. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. See you guys in the next one. Peace.